Welcome to Confessional. I'm Kayla Shelton, along with Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your darkest. Confess to us. We won't tell. So you can tell us anything. No one's listening. On today's confessional, Murder Mysteries, Part 2. All right, everybody, welcome to the confessional. My name is Mike Moran, and I'm happy to be here joined by co-host Mike G. Hey. How you doing, buddy? Worse. (laughs) (laughs) How's your week been? Oh, God. Well, you got some... I don't even want to get into it. It's been that kind of week. Really? That bad? It's been a bad week. Wow. Sorry to hear. Yeah, it happened. Well, you, things are going well with a, a song that you've written that everyone seems to like. Yeah, apparently, maybe. I mean, I don't want to say on air. It might go on to an actual radio station. That's awesome. We'll see. Cool. Fingers crossed. Nice. Um, are you, And you've recorded it. Are you going to re-record it, or are you going to keep it how it is? So, I think for this... Radio station. It's like a local college radio station, uh-huh. so I keep it as it is. But then, whatever. Long story short, I talked to a friend who is a pretty big deal musician, and he uh, was like, "Listen, you should like add uh-huh. guitars, bass, drums." It's it's not Sublime plus Rome, is it? <laughs> I think I follow. Okay. Not no, not he wasn't on the podcast. <laughs> is that what you're saying? No, Ramones. No. Is that, what am I? Sublime plus Rome. There's a there's a band Sublime right plus now. Rome called would be Sublime plus Sublime. Rome. I don't know why I got Ramon out of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably from the word Rome. Oh right. That would be my guess. But Sublime, uh, Rublime, not Ramon. <laughs> yeah, there's a band right now called Sublime plus Rome. That's like one Sublime guy and a guy named Rome. Oh, some dirty that'd be, heads. Yeah. that'd be pretty sweet to do a band where. You just called yourself two famous bands that you weren't in, but that you right. just like, like <laughs> that's not a bad we're idea. We're the Ramones plus ACDC, right? Right. And you just like get so many shows. Yeah, I bet they. I bet it's copyright. Are you not now. allowed to say? Because it's not the name. Fairly right? certain. Well, it's you, like maybe you can because like Michael. There's a guy named Michael Fox and there's Michael J. Fox. Right. He added the J. He was able to say Michael Fox. So if you're ACDC plus Ramones, <laughs> you're not ACDC or the Ramones. You're ACDC right. plus Ramones. I'll just look uh, into this. I feel like someone would have tried that already if they could. There was some incident where like nobody knew what the zombies looked like in the '60s, and they didn't tour America, uh, so like they created a fake the zombies and toured around. I think one of the ZZ Top guys was in it. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> we also got like you know the Dave Clark Five. Everybody thinks that's the Beatles, right? They sound the same. Do they? Yeah. You know, like if you ever yeah. hear a Beatles song, you're like, I don't know that song. It's the Dave Clark Five. Really? Yeah. Well, what's the fifth guy doing? I don't know. Can't sell that much. Playing, playing, playing on the harpsichord. Playing a freaking, I don't know, harp. All right, Mike. What are we discussing today? Murder mysteries. Murder mysteries. This Part is the two. Second, yes. Which indicates that we've done it once before. Is Okay. I didn't know. Well, yeah. I'm, you know, well, I'm just clearing new every that day. up after the Sublime Plus Rome reference. Oh, I, I should have gotten like that. I should be a little more clear on things. Yeah. Um, and our guest today, Mike, this gentleman is very funny. He's a good friend of mine. He runs shows. He does comedy. He has children. And he's currently sporting a uh, Walt Disney-esque mustache. <laughs> it's the first time it's been called Walt Disney. <laughs> Thank you. 
Will you please welcome Chris Lawrence? How are you, Chris? Hey guys, hey, Chris. I'm great. Thanks for I'm, coming. I'm by. doing a little better, but I don't have a song that's about to go on the radio. But I'm I'm doing all right. Yeah. We'll see if it actually gets there. It'll I, you get never there. know these things until it actually happens. Yeah, I, you know. I think it's. I I think that song will get somewhere. It's a good song. Thank you. Do you put it on iTunes yet? I put it on iTunes. There's this really cool. Really, for anyone, you put it out there for anyone for any. And this is you should know this too because this is awesome. There's a company called Distro Kids. D-I-S-T-R-O, kids. I'm plugging you guys. If you ever find us, give us money. Um, if you, It's 20 bucks a year, uh-huh. and you can put up one artist, but you can put unlimited songs on there, mm. and they will upload them automatically to, like, every single major really? site. So it goes to Spotify. It goes to iTunes. It goes wow. to Apple Music. It goes wow. to Napster, even. It goes to, like... Right. like what about Tower Records? Whoa, whoa, time out. Napster's still a thing. Can you believe that? I had no idea either. Huh. Napster is still around. But so you 20 bucks a year and like all your songs will go. And then you get, I think like we uh, monthly or whatever, like they send you like a, oh, this is how many people downloaded your song or whatever. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And also they charge like 99 cents. I guess, I don't know how that works. Cause like if you have Spotify, I don't know if they, if I don't know how it works, but whatever, like you can make some money off of it. Cool. But you don't have to do any of the like that annoying stuff of like figuring out how to put it on the platform and all that stuff. Right, they do it all right. for you. 20 bucks a year. That's like, that's really good. If, if you know, if you got a song that does like sure. 20 people like it a year, like you p- paid for itself. So, wow. That's pretty that's cool. awesome. Great. Yeah. Uh, Chris. Yes. What have you been up to lately, pal? Uh, great question. Uh, I had, I did a pretty good show, uh, last week at a really cool brewery in Virginia. All right. Called Dragon Hop. I did a headline set. Nice. How uh, what? How long? Forty-five minutes. Wow. Yeah. And I don't uh, know if I've ever done forty-five minutes in my life. Really? Uh, well, no. For my special, I did. Yeah, I was gonna say you recorded a special. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But that was just barely forty-five minutes. But I don't uh, like doing long sets like that. It well, it was you know I tried to push myself now to the point where I want to do longer sets with minimal crowd work, which is what this was. Right. It was it, the set was good. Um I give myself like probably a B on uh delivery. The crowd wasn't as big as I was hoping, but mm. it was also Friday in Percival, Virginia. Mm. But it's and it was just me and a feature host. Okay. Who was uh Jeff Heisen. You know Jeff. And um yeah, I mean it was just us and the show was literally an hour and nice. then we were done. Awesome. So it was it was a good show, and then um, uh, I don't know when this will be aired, but I will. I'm trying to plug. I'm doing. Uh, I'm headlining a show in Bowie next week, uh, and it is a um, it's a fundraising show actually. Oh yeah, um, nice. I did it last year. It's a toy drive oh, cool. called Ho- Hope Toys and Laughter, and uh, I was asked to come back and headline this time. So I'm trying to drum up stuff for that, but. If you don't mind me getting it. into a cool, so I'm on a. Uh, I think we're all familiar with Gig Salad here. Never heard no, of it. No, okay, it's a it's a booking like uh, platform, and I've been on that platform for like over two three years, and I finally got my first gig out of it last no Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, you're really selling this platform. Yeah, I'm really selling. No, you can. <laughs> I'm on the free p- part right, of it, right. but you can pay and whatever. So I don't know what that's like, but. Um, I got a gig. At first, it comes in. It goes, "Oh, I need a stand-up comedian," um, and I go, "Okay, stand-up con." And then it says for a birthday party. Okay, cool. But then I, the person modified it and was like, "Oh, it's a surprise birthday party. 
and we want someone to come pretend to know the guy and <laughs> then like crash the party and like roast him. So I took it kind of as like a challenge. Like it was yeah, the most dude. challenging wow. thing that I've ever done. Like even so I was like, okay. Roasting a guy you've never met. Never before. met him. Wow. So here's the thing. I get booked to do this. Uh-huh. The woman isn't even going to be at the party because she <laughs> oh, lives in California, Ugh. but happens to be best friends with the guy and his his partner. Okay. So she sends me all of this info about this dude. <laughs> so he apparently is a big shoe addict. He's 60. He has 100 it's pairs tragic. of dress shoes. What? It's a tragic addiction. Yeah, tragic Lost a addi- lot of friends. Yeah, to the shoe addiction. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my backstory was I, 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 I went in. And it was being held at a brewery in Columbia. And I went in, and I was dressed, you know, just in a blazer and looked like, you know, a party-goer. Most of the crowd was all, you know, 50s, 60s, you know, people. So you stood out. And I kind of stood out, and especially with the the porno stash right now. And uh, I uh, I said my name was Randall Jordan, and I ran the shoe department at Nordstrom. <laughs> and that I was coming because uh, you really fit that role too. Yeah, I can yeah. totally see <laughs> I you being like, there. Hey guys, and then I basically was like, I'm here because uh, the guy, the, the the guest of honor, was a, a, a VIP, and I go out to all the VIP parties as much as I can to thank them for their business. And I said on behalf of my children, thank you for getting them braces. And like the guy was humoring me, like he wasn't. Right, he right. didn't go like I don't know who the f this guy is. Like. Uh-huh. So I end up doing like ten minutes, and I have all of this stuff about him, like where he graduated from, and you know what he does, like his hobbies, and all of this stuff. And at the end, like he loved it. I said, you know, happy birthday on behalf of who booked me, and uh, I talked to the guy for like a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. He was happy. I went home. I called the people that booked me. They end up. They they paid me, but then they tipped me on top of it. Nice. They, no way. So yeah, That's so awesome. I was I was pretty happy with the whole. Thing. So you wrote this. You wrote all the jokes out. Just, yeah. How long did you have to write? From the time that I got the stuff, uh, I got the stuff probably a week and a half in advance. Wow. But I am a terrible procrastinator. Like my wife will tell you mm-hmm. that. I probably wrote the jokes in like probably. <laughs> Actually, I took my daughter to a birthday party that afternoon, and I wrote them in the waiting room, but they called the Zen room of this place called Ninja Bee, which is like this Ninja Warrior gym, mm. and I wrote the jokes there. Wow. I had them, I had them structured in my head what I yeah. was going to say. So you forced yourself to anti-crastinate. Yeah. I yeah. See. I yeah, you see what I'm doing there. You yeah. ever read this? Th- I, I was, you ever read these articles that are like, actually, it's the procrastinators that like are the most creative because like it's that deadline. That <laughs> they say that for creativity. everything, though. And everything like, is like you're. Like, turns out, science says being a terrible person makes you a wonderful <laughs> person. Like, no, you're, no, you're a dumbass. Actually, you are the smartest person alive. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if it wasn't that's, the last minute, you know. Right. Well, that's that's a really cool challenge and a really fun yeah. idea. I you pushed. Know? Like, yeah, I pushed myself. Really, that's something we could all do. Uh, like, it'd be a fun thing to take on. I wonder if you'll get because of that one. Like other people who are at that party. Like I remember, I bartended. You a might long get other ago. jobs at Northstrom. I would get these weird bar. <laughs> Attending gigs because everyone knew me from that party. Yeah, so I could I wouldn't be surprised if like someone at that party like calls someone to get you booked for like another party to roast somebody else. Yeah, can you crash? Like I'm just gonna be a party crasher, roast now. master, Dude. party crasher, no, no, no. all around mustacher. Yeah, mustache. <laughs> oh man, I need to put that on a t-shirt like right now. All right, guys, let's thank get, you. Let's get into our subject 
du jour. Mm-hmm. Unsolved murders. This one is yep. from Nate from Victoria, Australia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, murder of Jaden Lasky. Oh, was this a little kid? Oh, yeah. Oh, How'd you know? I think I saw okay. someone post it. I find the case of Jaden Lasky intriguing because it seemed so cut and dry, then became complicated, and finally turned into a circus that held the nation's attention only to have no resolution. The more evidence that was gathered and released to the public just made the facts muddle, muddier, and it just kept getting more sensational and unbelievable as the cast of characters was revealed. It uncovered the underside of the town in, in a region that a lot of people either don't know about or were willfully ignorant towards. The saga had everything the media could dream of. Lust, love, power, betrayal, corruption, and dirty laundry aired in public. That hit very close to home for a lot of people who would consider themselves above the goings-on of the people directly and indirectly involved. The media primarily focused on the local characters, including the same uh, who threw a pig head yeah. through the babysitter's window on the night the child went missing, even giving them a name, the pig's head crew. That should be an indication of how messed up the whole situation was and why it was so difficult for the police to get a clear story. When I say local characters, I mean those of lower social economic areas with long-term unemployment, drugs and alcohol abuse, and mental illness. You can probably imagine the media focused on these groups. So this is a, b- a bizarre story. It's one of those things where it, it seems pretty cut and dry that the, the man babysitting the child did it. Uh, he had been accused of abuse before, and there's a bunch of circumstantial evidence. But there was also a group of people that threw a pig head through the window the same night. So, to me, that just screams red herring. <laughs> like, with all of these things, there's always some other. Oh well, at the time of the murder, like they did this with the OJ thing. Oh, at the time of the murder, there was a there was a serial stabber that was going around like mm-hmm. beheading people, and they just create reasonable doubt on that stuff. They're right, just pointing right. it to some. Oh well, it couldn't have been me. You know, although I, the pig head thing is ridiculous. I think with this one, their conclusion was that it really was just like a group of pranksters. That just coincidentally threw a pig head through the window on the same oh, night. Someone who yeah. happened to be a killer. Yeah, yeah. Just like, I mean, I guess it's like, you know, bizarre coincidences like that are probably the reason why we hear about these type of murder mysteries. You know what I mean? It's like it's so rare that something like that would happen, but it's also like we probably wouldn't know about this this murder if it wasn't really bizarre. Isn't it? That is such a messed up thing about society uh, whatever society that murder happens every like horrible violent we only hear about them when there's like some twist right right no one even cares about murder that's why it's hard for me to care about news stories like it's hard for me to like empathize you know like aren't you upset about this latest school shooting or whatever it's like what what about all the like kids across the world that got molested today or all the car accidents or like you know what i mean it's like hard for me to yeah like yeah, they're all sad, but you can't. If you if you felt bad for every bad thing that happened every day, you'd go insane. <laughs> There's a great scene in Peep Show when they're like, "Why don't they ever report the good news?" And the guys, right. "Oh, because that would take forever." <laughs> <laughs> but I, there's also that thing about like you ever heard like about the I think it's called like the monkey circle. Like basically, like you can care for like. I think it's like 250 people. Right. Beyond yeah. that, you just yeah. don't care yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's like the tribal number. Yeah, there's, like like, the there's a specific number right, that like, right. you don't. It'd be funny to be that last person that yeah. someone just, no, sorry, I don't care about you. 
That's why yeah, you're like, number oh. 251. <laughs> it's not a good it's not a good argument to to say if you're not part of the problem if you're not part of the solution you're part of the problem. Cuz you know what? You're not part of 99.99999% of solutions to problems in this world and there's no way you could be. There's 8 billion people. Come on. 8 billion? Yeah, around God, that. that's close so to that. many. Yeah. Yep. When I was a kid it was 6.5 billion. And I was a boy. I know, and that that's and McDonald's actually, only served you know eighty million right, people yeah. at the time when I, I was just, a child. Remember, they they actually would count those for a time. It'd be like yeah, 65 on the sign, million. on the sign, yeah. And then it and then they just changed it to billions and billions. Yeah, they got lazy. Yeah, they're like, like uh, whatever. Would they really have served billions? I don't. That seems like a little much. I believe it. Really, I'm going there like three times a day. Yeah, but they, are they double counting? Right. There's three hundred. No, there's uh, three hundred. Well, I don't know. They're not saying they, they say they, they say like three hundred million served. They have to be double counting. There's no way they're like. Yeah. Wait, have you been to McDonald's before? You have. Right. Okay, we're not. And that would this be one, yeah. one if, for one billion. It would have to be one eighth of the current population. And there's no possible way. Yeah, but but however, we have three hundred thirty million people in the country. So if each one of them goes three times, that's a billion right there. And I've been way more than three times. Uh, way I, more than three times. I have a today. confession. I went to McDonald's yesterday on Black Friday because uh, I went in. I got an egg white delight uh, McMuffin. How did you get an yeah. egg white on Black Friday? Uh, I'm just trying to balance out the universe, Mike. I see. You know the yin and the. And I was not happy with it because they they scrambled the egg whites. I thought they're supposed to. Anyway, that's a whole. Other. I went to. Arby's. I feel bad that we have just jettisoned the Jaden story. And uh, now, we're, now we're talking about McDonald's. But, sorry, yeah, Jaden. I think that's no, a try. I don't think you. I think you should scramble egg whites. It gets more fluffy. That's yeah, but not on rain. a sandwich. Guys, we don't talk politics on this show. Okay. Let's <laughs> well, get I do. To lighter can, subjects like child. Scramble the whites. But I, but can I? But can I go back to the Jaden? Okay, because I think this story is a microcosm, I think, and, and you were getting to the point about why we pay attention to the stories that we pay attention right. to. And I think it's because we, as a society, are voyeurs. Absolutely. And it's, and it's everything that's not in the mediocrity of, like, the middle class. Right? Sure. Like, it's... We want ex- we want to look. We want to see extreme examples of human yeah. life. You know? It's, oh, we vilify... The, the societies, like the poor people in Jaden's case, uh-huh. and the society there. And then, of course, when you deal with the intrigue uh, with more wealthy societies like the John right. Ramsey story, for right, example, right. it's like, oh, well, they're just weird rich people, and uh-huh. you know, this and the other. So it's like, there's always this, oh, well, if they're rich, they definitely did it. Right. If they're poor, they did it because of the circumstances. Right, right. And it's, we, I think, as a society, just find all of this intriguing, and also it goes into. Why do people do what they do, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. if it's the simplest reason? Sure. We still want to just go, oh, no, there's there's more to peel back, and now let's look at everything around this group, mm-hmm. et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. I don't know. I think that's why we yeah. pay attention. No one ever goes, you know, oh, yeah, this guy got hit by a car in his neighborhood, which just happened right down the street from me two days ago, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. It was a dude got ran over in a in a parking lot at a shopping center. Mm. End of story. Right. Dude was walking across. Person wasn't paying attention. End of story. But mm. it's not this. Well, I think fantastical it goes back to the societal urge to return to our roots of spiritual and let. No, I'm just kidding. No, I like the thread you were pulling. <laughs> well, was he okay? 
No, he's dead. Oh, that's yeah. sad. Yeah, he was seventy-something year old. But oh. again, but it's not a, a fantastical story. Right. However, right down the street from where I live, uh-huh. do you remember a couple years ago the guy who dressed up in a in a in a costume and went to TV Hill? Yeah, I was it, right there. The candy bomber. I feel like everybody forgot about I did that. Not even it was hear like about so this. Dude, weird. this is this is. I'm yeah, dude. Again, I was at sorry, my Jayden. mom's right down the street. It was when my I got in a car accident, so I was like staying at my mom's because I. Couldn't like drive back to my place all that much. Yeah, and uh, and I I walked to the gym while it was like going on. I had to like take another route because the SWAT team was like out. I, I feel like I didn't hear about everybody's this. forgotten about that Dude, story. It was so bizarre. I, I so this is the true story about. The, do you know about the, the the candy bomber guy? Candy bomber guy. Yeah. Yeah. No. On TV I Hill. thought you guys were talking about this Joe dude, Palzinski. No, this dude dressed up in a panda costume. Goes to TV Hill with like some chocolate bars strapped to yeah. his chest, pretending that they're a bomb. Right. And then I think the cops didn't kill the kid. Most delicious bomb of all. Yeah. It was he, a kid? He, well, he's like 20 he, something. He was like, I, think. I call him a kid. So anyway, the, he goes up to TV Hill. The, the police subdue him. And then they send I think like they a. Shoot, I think they shot him in a little leg or something. Yeah, but they didn't kill him. Yeah. And then they bring in one of their bomb disarming robots. And it turns out that he's... Why is that funny, Jimmy? Yeah, because it's like a whole thing, <laughs> right? in Hershey bars, the yeah, robot like is? No, literally, That's he ridiculous. was threatening... Robbie, the friendly robot, is eating all the <laughs> yeah, Hershey bars. Yeah, he's like, oh, I yummy, need yummy. fuel. Yummy, it's, uh, uh, what was that? Mr. Fusion before. from Back to the Future. Just, they sent Mr. Fusion <laughs> to take care of... And, uh, but, okay, so mm, the reason I bring can. this up is... <laughs> the, the kid, the, the dude responsible for this lived the cul-de-sac over from mine. Whoa. So there were all these TV cameras and everything, and I remember they were... And I would get trick-or-treat like with my kids over at this house. And the dad get, comes out, talks to the press, and they go, Sir, has he ever had a history of mental illness? And he goes, <laughs> No. Beat, beat, beat. Except for that one time where he tried to kill himself drinking NyQuil... Uh, or no, taking like t- Tylenol or something. He took like a hundred pills of it, and then we took him to the hospital. And I'm like, oh well, so that's a I put that in a big yes category, but sure. And, and I wouldn't it, necessarily say that's mental illness. He tried to kill himself with a Tylenol. Well, I, that's suicidal, but yeah. I wouldn't say. Well, depression, right? Not mental. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to bucket at all, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, but there was something going on yeah, upstairs. Yeah. Sure. Let's just let's all agree to that. But yeah, so that's intriguing, right? But right. then that stopped. Mm-hmm. Like they just forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I almost feel I like it's a Mandela effect in my memory because, like, I, I that was like a big thing. It's but like again, all on tape and everything. And but again, though. it was we. Uh, this is this prank. is a middle class neighborhood. We're not uh, too rich. We're not right. too poor. So I just, just figured it was like mundane. All right, right. right. Yeah. He wasn't coming from My like a wealthy is, family. Who got to eat the candy bars? Robot dude. Robot oh, dude. That's right. Robot. It'd yeah. be funny if the they father came to the dog. door. Hershey they bar. hope they didn't give a dog. Some <laughs> Does your son have any mental illnesses? <laughs> no. <laughs> Reaches. No, we're totally One normal. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen anything on. Does anyone have a nut allergy? <laughs> I mean, okay, that would good. be so smart of the candy company to like get that footage. Right. Yeah. Pro- product <laughs> placement. They no bad publicity. Well, they could have done it like that. As like, what was it? Hershey bars. They could. 
Oh, I don't know what he had. Let's say it was Hershey bars. Like they take the footage, you zoom in on the Hershey bar, and then the commercials for like Skittles. You're like <laughs> level-headed people eat this shit. Or no, right. but like actually, Einstein would use his competitors' electricity to, for like the electric chair and stuff. Like, it's oh, like, no, oh, you're, you referring, mean, uh, you're referring to um, you're Winston referring Church to Edison. <laughs> no, no, Tesla. Tesla yeah. was using. Te- oh, yeah, I meant Edison. Alternating current. Edison, Einstein Edison, Edison would take yeah. the current and be like, look what happens when you yeah, kill a sheep. Freaking, ah! Yeah, he's like killing elephants on tape yeah. and stuff. Yeah, he's like, look at this. You man, don't want to use alternating current. Advertising was so much cooler <laughs> back know, in the day. <laughs> Just um, murdering all right. fools on TV. All right, all right, all right. Guys, Chris Lawrence, I'm what is s- the murder mystery that intrigues you the most? Uh, again, apologies to Jaden. Uh, I do think that that story was very sad. It is very. I will say, as far as like I said, it's hard for me to empathize with news stories sometimes. But when it is a cute little kid like that, it does get to me a little bit. Yeah, it does because it's like the embodiment of innocence right, in a right. child, and it's like, well, yeah. why? Yeah. Um, my the the one I was talking about with you on Facebook was Jimmy Hoffa. I Jimmy think. Hoffa. Jim, you know, people point to greatest uh, murder ministers of all time, uh, Jimmy Hoffa, the Lindbergh baby. Uh-huh. Uh Jimmy Hoffa to me is again one of these stories. It's like that has everything in it. It's got, it's got the mob. Right. It's got um, just a disappearance and this, that, and the other. And I also I'll tell think- you what it lacks though. A candy bar bomb. It does lack a candy bar bomb. I don't think there was any candy bar bombs. There might have been, though. We don't really know how he died. We don't know. We will never know. You know, there's always, there's the the speculation. Now Oliver Stone has a movie. Now Martin Scorsese has a movie. Um, There's been countless rumors. Mm -hmm. He's buried under giant stadiums. The Iceman has claimed responsibility for The Iceman claimed responsibility, Mm -hmm. but that dude claimed responsibility for like Right, yeah. I think he claimed responsibility for your uh, neighbor that got... What? I think he claimed responsibility for your neighbor that got run over the other day. My neighbor that got ran over? That that would be a trick. Um, So anyway, yeah, I mean, that's the one that I just really find very interesting because, again, you had the entire might of the FBI... Mm -hmm. Every single investigative service that you can think of, and they still—that's mm-hmm. how you keep a conspiracy quiet. Either right. the people that were responsible <laughs> yeah. for it are all dead, right, right. murdered, whatever. Yeah, I mean, there had to be at least several people involved, and not one of them talked. You know, which is yep. rare, especially at that time when they're really cracking down on the mafia yep. and forcing every—you know, like forcing plea deals out of everyone. Everybody was snitching. You know. Yeah, there's certain actually in digging down the rabbit hole. There's like you know that you have the five families like in New York or whatever the mm. Gambino family. Like they're they actually I was reading an article about like that I think the Gambino family had the least amount of people that turned as states evidence than really? any other of the four the five wow. other families. So and actually that goes to one of the other murder mercers you wanted to talk to, but. Um, yeah, I just I don't know, man. It's like you hear all these different tales. We know some of the facts. He was waiting at the the restaurant, mm. and then they saw him get that, in the car. Right? They saw him get in the car, and then he was gone. Right. But again, it's one of those other things. You know, the Scorsese movie basically says that he was shot in the head by someone that was close to him. Mm. Spoilers, and they basically just um, incinerated his body. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he's like, simple as that. Why well, don't they just do that every time? You know, that seems like the best way to just get rid of a a body. Yeah, like why do they keep the? the <laughs> why do they like put the body somewhere? Yeah, they, and, like, they, they you know burying in not, a shallow grave. Well, yeah, sometimes like, probably not so easy to find an incinerator. I feel like if you're in the mafia, you have an incinerator guy. 
<laughs> you got friends of the crematorium. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, they, they, you know, you're also talking about burying, you know, people. Like, if you bury them in a shallow grave, that's to send a message. If you're doing, you right. know, dismembering them, it's, you know, yeah. doing all this other stuff. But, yeah, I mean, they just disappeared his ass. Right, like, right. Why, why do you think they, were, did they mean to make him disappear? Or is it just no one's found him? Or? No, I think they just meant to disappear him. Why? I, again, I think it's because, you know, that's a, that's a good question. You know, I just think it's just they didn't want to let the family have closure for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And it was he was so out in the limelight and everything mm-hmm. like that. And they were just like, no, he's we're just going to make him like a rumor. Interesting. So you think it might have been uh, a reaction to the fact that he made himself so publicly visible? Yeah. Like they're like, all right, we're going to erase you from the face of the earth. Yeah. Because if they wanted to, they could have just, you know, murdered him. Right. And then called just it a day, him there, yeah. left him there or whatever. Uh huh. Um, I mean, maybe they didn't. They wanted no ties, whatever, no chance of any evidence whatsoever. Uh, right. But yeah. dudes were getting hit left and right, and mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. left them out in the streets for God's yeah, sake, yeah. and they were still yeah. not convicted of anything. So, what do you think happened to him? I think it was picked up by people that he obviously trusted. Mm. Those people turned on him, mm-hmm. and uh, I, th- I think either they threw him into an ocean or they just. Did what they said on one of the movies, which is just burn incinerator. Or, That's yeah, it. Right. Now, the Iceman claimed that he was taken to a mob uh, um, auto yard, right, and crushed in, in the car. Was in the car. Into a cube. Yep. And sold for scrap in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I think the Oliver Stone movie kind of uh, made that uh, connection, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they basically, he was sitting in his car, got shot. And they put the car on a rig, yeah. Brought it to the the dump or whatever, and right, that was right. it. Yeah. You think the Japanese are like oh, cheap Americans? They fill out their cars with bones of corpses, <laughs> bones of uh, bones of they... union bosses. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Interesting. You have any thoughts on the uh, Jimmy Hoffa killing, Mike? Uh, I like for some reason that image of Jack Nicholson wasn't he Hoffa in the movie? In uh, Oliver Stone's movie. Yeah. yeah. I just I keep remembering like him my my grandfather was a teamster really so i was like sort of somewhat connected to that oh so what what you're saying is you might be you might have some connection to the murder of jimmy hoffa there's a possibility come on give us the inside give us the we can't turn state's evidence against your mic just tell us okay yeah we follow the code he's buried in Lock Raven. He's buried in Lock Raven. No, they said for like they they said that he was buried in that. No, this is the other funny thing is like they said he was buried in one of the end zones at Meadowlands. Yeah, oh, that, and then when they actually though, right? when they well no, and then when they actually redid Giant Stadium a couple years ago, they had to you know tear really? down the Meadowlands and they actually dug it up for to that be purpose. like there's nothing here. Wow. Well, it does kind of make sense if you want to bury somebody to never be found. Bury them under a construction site, you know? Like, Yeah, which I'm sure has been done. Although you'd have to really go far down for something like that because they're going to, like, dig the crap out of that. Oh, yeah, eventually, but yeah. by then you're long gone, dude. No, but I'm saying, like, if, if they're constructing a stadium, it'd be, it'd be good to, like, slip them underneath. But you'd really have to get them far down because they're going to, like, dig out the, you know, there's, like, basements and all oh, sorts yeah, of stuff Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all there. sorts of foundation and stuff like right, that. Right. You have to go far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I pass by when I, I work in D.C., so I pass by that Teamsters headquarters, oh. like, pretty much every day. Where Mike G's uh, 
works. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mike G works at the Teamsters, Teamsters headquarters, National Association of Teamsters. Yeah, that's – and, again, it's, like, everything. It's, like, associated with the mob back in the day. Right. Just, like, Vegas was associated with the mob and mm. everything. So, I don't know. It's just one of those mysteries. It's, like, again, you have – just the JFK thing. Do you guys consider JFK's assassination to be shut? I do. You do because you just think it was Oswald and yeah, that I was do. it. No yeah. conspiracy. But no. who? In, so you don't think it was the mob that had anything to do with it? Cubans, nothing? No, I think he was a, you know, a, a emotionally disturbed, extreme left winger who had already tried to assassinate one guy. Uh, he he went. He tried to live in communist Russia at some point. Tried to defect communist yep. Russia, and he I think in and then he found out that Kennedy was was literally going to be coming by his office building that he worked at, and he seized the opportunity. Well, then why did the guy kill him? What's up with that? That was weird. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Are you talking about uh, Jack um, Ruby? Right. Jack Ruby. Yeah, yeah, he comes up and he shoots him in the stomach. Mm. I think it was because Jack. The the story with Jack Ruby was he was pissed off that this guy is making uh, mm. his town look bad. He's making Austin. It was Austin, right? That um, no Dallas. It was Dallas. Yeah, yeah, Dallas. And so he shot him. Uh huh. Which makes the town look way better. Yeah. So. <laughs> He's like, Speaking this is what you get here, Texas boy. <laughs> he was probably disturbed, too. But there is a yeah. weird thing, too, with, like, celebrity where people will almost do things like that and risk going to jail for the rest of their lives just to, like, have the name. That's weird. Know? So I don't know why this reminds me of this, but I always – this story reminds me of this, like, a town with a bad rep. This <laughs> is the, the coolest thing I ever saw <laughs> was I was at a party with my friend Laura, and our friend Carter was there. Carter? Carter. Okay. And they were just making small talk. And she was like, where are you from, Carter? And he was like, Waco, Texas. <laughs> and she just stops and looks at him. And she goes, wait a second. Waco? Don't they make Dr. Pepper there? <laughs> no way. <laughs> and he was like, why, yes, they do. Wow, so excited. Incredible. They so, really make it there? So anytime you meet someone from Waco, bring up the Dr. Wow. Pepper thing, man. Oh. You, oh, you probably don't want to talk about it, but uh, <laughs> that unfortunate incident with the how about Baylor Dr. University, Pepper. huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, let's move on to another confession here. Uh, let's see. This one is from Darlene Links, Yo. Palmyra, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Uh, where they also make Dr Pepper. Dude, Dr. Pepper has a worldwide distribution. I love Dr. Pepper. I, mean, I will I, defend Dr. Pepper. I have no idea what it is, but it's like the steak sauce of sodas, isn't it? Oh, that's a good Ooh, really yeah. That's a good you analogy. Ever, you ever drink like a Diet Dr. Pepper with A1 on a steak? It is the greatest thing that ever happened. <laughs> and a baked potato. Yeah. Um, murder of Christine Schultz. It's just a crazy rabbit hole to go down. I'm on the fence about the husband being involved in the corruption or murder. I lean towards the ex-wife being murdered and Benebeck uh, being framed by those who were involved as a way to shut everyone up. This is another interesting, weird one. This was like a... Uh, it was a husband and wife, and the wife was convicted of murdering the ex-wife. And the motivation was... Um, I think they they said the motivation was so that they didn't have to pay alimony to her anymore. Yep. And um, also she was a former cop who had been fired, I think. And she seemed a little unstable. 
But the kids who witnessed the murder swore for their whole lives. Like, the, the murdered woman's kids were like, it was a dude in a mask. Yeah. So. It's, uh, I, I, so I hadn't heard about this story until you sent us the stuff. This one to me was like, <laughs> very, very crazy. Uh, she, uh, what was the what was the other piece about this? Yeah, I mean they they made and she escaped at one point too. So she like she escaped, escaped jail. Escaped jail. They found her guilty of, of doing it, and, and somehow they they were like, but we're not really sure, so we're gonna let her go if she like does like an Alfred plea or something like that. Yeah, and then she they made three made for TV movies about this woman. Wow. And I think it goes back to she was. Again, attractive, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that sells. Sure, and uh, which is why our my was podcast this the movie is so to die for with Nicole Kidman? Uh, no, I think uh, okay. that one was based on a newscaster thing. That was another. That was real. Okay, I think it was like partially that. Mm. And Joaquin Phoenix was in that one, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, but no, this one I think Tatum O'Neill played this woman. In a movie, I okay. think reading the article that you sent me. Um, but yeah, man, this this is one of those. It's like okay, so the story is that she was an ex cop, like you said, married to this guy, bumps off the ex wife. So, like you said, no alimony, and every every sign, all the motive points to her. But they were trying to throw up again these red herrings right. about the guy in the mask and this mm-hmm. and the other thing, mm-hmm. and people did. <laughs> so you think she's guilty? Do I think she's guilty? Uh, probably. Really? I, I'm kind of on the fence with that one. Really? Yeah, I don't know. She just, uh, it, it seems so circumstantial, you know? Like maybe she didn't want one to pay alimony anymore, but that doesn't mean she killed her, you know? Like it's. Yeah, I think they also tied the fact that she was a police officer. Right, right. She had a gun in the house. Yeah, and, knew what yeah. she was doing. Right. I think a couple people were like, yeah, I heard her say she wanted to kill the ex-wife or something. That was the one, this is the one that uh, the person comes in, is wearing a military jacket, right, a camo oh. jacket, she's got a long red ponytail. Oh, the, it was a man with a long right, red ponytail right. and shot the, the yeah. wife in the back. One time in the heart. Uh huh. So again, it's like in access to a thirty-eight or whatever and it was. And then, in a weird twist, she did the Doctor Phil show when she got out, and she was like, "the the Doctor Phil people were going to pay for her DNA testing in exchange for her appearing on the show." But while she was there, she couldn't leave her apartment. Like the people didn't want her leaving. Yeah. And she like kind of had a panic attack and tried to sneak out and fell and had to have her leg removed. Really? Yeah. Because I yeah, knew she really also strange. had Hep C, hepatitis C. Yeah, I think she had some severe addiction problems and everything yeah. afterward, and eventually died from like cirrhosis of the liver. Yep. But and hospice care. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, oh, and the DNA testing did come back, and they didn't find anything with her on it, but they did find like some own unknown dude's DNA. So you're thinking. Not guilty. Well, uh, she could have hired him, maybe, but I don't. It just seems so circumstantial that, like, I don't think you could convict her on that. And again, see, that's the other thing to me is like people hiring people to murder people. It's like it's just another. It's another point of failure, man. Like that's a dude that can turn on you. Oh, yeah, unless absolutely. You, and then you hire that dude, kill that guy that right. did the murder. Then you're just piling bodies up, man. Yeah, it just yeah. becomes a problem. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
now yeah, really, this is really getting weird. Three people do something, two of them are going to say something eventually. Yep. That's why conspiracies, you know, like there's no way everyone who would be involved in 9-11 or whatever would keep I it I read yeah, not recently s- about that, and like there is times in history when giant groups of people really? have all kept a secret. Like there's documented evidence that like that has happened before. Yeah, yeah. I forget what it was. I'll, I'll have to find it for you. But it was like it was pretty interesting that like mm. this thing that happened in some town, like everyone kept wow. shut up about. Huh. Yeah. Well, I guess, I mean, back in the day, governments, governments like, like where they make Dr. Pepper. You don't yeah. <laughs> all twenty three ingredients. Um, it's not like conspiracies don't exist. I mean, especially back, you know, like many governments were conspiring all the time to like lie to people and cheat and take over other other governments or whatever. Um, but I think today it's just much harder because it's not, you know, like. Back then, you would need, like, a verified testimony of, of somebody who, you know, um, it, today it's like you're going to catch somebody on tape or, you know, hear something or, or find something on the Internet that, or an email that someone sent or something like that. Somebody Instagrams before they walk into the Illuminati meeting. Hashtag, <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag reptilian people. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite unsolved murder? I was I was thinking about this as we were talking about it. There's two that come to mind. Okay. And I don't even know if one is really considered a conspiracy. The first one, obviously, to me, just because it was near and dear to my heart as a young man, Kurt Cobain. Oh. Did he really kill himself? No. What? Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's weird. Like, the dude, I guess he had some issues, but he had been working through them a long time. Right. That shotgun was huge. I mean, is it? Did they ever figure out? Like, can you even like I don't know. reach that trigger with a gun that big? They speculated he did it with his toe. That seems so. Well, okay. Maybe. Did he have different. shoes on though? I do. I, yeah, I thought there was like pictures of his feet with, with yeah. sneakers on. Yeah. Well, then he didn't do it with his toe. And then there's. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what it was like, was he did it with. Courtney loves fingers. Oh, that's yeah. how. That's how she. <laughs> well, that's so how he, he killed. Uh, so I had a friend, Jeff King, another comedian, very funny. Look him up. He has a theory that uh, it was actually like the other members of Nirvana that, like, basically he was saying too many things that right. the government was getting weird about. It was like a John yeah. Lennon situation. Let's get rid of this dude. Uh-huh. And so they kind of went to Krishna Vaselic and Dave Grohl and were like, "Look, like this guy is, you know, he's off his rocker. It's bad for America." We'll make you a politician. We'll give you the best rock band in the world. Just like let us kill him. <laughs> oh my god! What was he saying? Wait, Chris so Novoselic is like an alderman in like Portland, Oregon, or something. Right. <laughs> yeah, while Dave Grohl is like touring <laughs> the country. Hey, different strokes, different folks want different things out of life. Maybe you just want to be an alder. Whatever. I don't even know what that. No, is, he's but. not. He's like a state rep, but it's still, it's not right, like the pinnacle yeah. of like. He's not. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> what did Capitol Pat Hill Smear get out of that? Oh, I guess he got to be part of Foo Fighters. Yeah. But so anyway, it was. This, I never thought about that angle that maybe it wasn't Courtney. Maybe it was like other members of Nirvana. Do you? No way. Do you really think that could be possible? I. I it was just interesting. I never heard that mm. before. They were yeah, like, I, "We're yeah, making yeah, too much money. Let's kill our front man right now." <laughs> <laughs> I just think that he said, you know, he was kind of like a he was like an independent thinker, and I think that uh-huh. the government has problems with independent thinkers. Right. John Lennon, Bless independent you. thinker. Yeah. Get rid of him. I think right. JFK was he an independent thinker? I don't know. I think so. So I it's guess. like it's like you don't want people causing. You don't want people saying like you know, yeah. whatever. Crocodile and then the other, Hunter. the other one, <laughs> the other one that I think is really weird 
was it, I think it happened like last year that police officer lady who like walked in to not her apartment and then killed oh, that yeah, kid yeah, in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. that's killed, bizarre. Well, like, she was yeah. found guilty of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she was. Yeah. yeah. She got like 10 but, years. but but I guess what I wonder about it is like, what was really going on? Like, were those two hooking up, and like mm. she tried to make it like just get rid of this dude? Like, mm. it's sort of weird sure. to walk into sure. your not apartment and shoot. Yeah, somebody. I think she said she just accidentally went to the wrong floor, and which I'll be honest, I. But would you have un- would like you have ripped out your keys and tried to un- what what? You just leave your house open. You just open the door. I don't know. I don't know what. That's the, what I'm saying. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about the actual right, story right. to know what. But it did but seem I will bizarre. also say again, it's the reason we know about it is because it's so weird. Yeah, like, that's true. We hear about the weirdest things. That's you know. Yeah. So they're necessarily already bizarre. I think. Yeah, because if they if they're if they're weird enough to bubble to the top of the right. social consciousness, then they're gonna be weird just by definition. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Which is why I don't understand why the panda bomber thing was not in the I news. Know. <laughs> I know. I like, not, you know. Because not you know you know exactly why. No no not enough bloodshed. Somebody getting shot yeah. in the leg. Nobody no one was dead. That. Yeah, it was still worthy of something. You, you know, need, like you, you never see death. a book at the. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Law and Order SVU or yeah, none of those shows right, did right. anything. There's no like from the forensic headlines. files on it. You know, the guy with the creepy voice or a Dateline. <laughs> forensic files? You mean that? Oh, and oh, and then, tell me. You, know what, you just made me think. We should start a TV show called A Thousand Ways to Get Hurt instead of A Thousand <laughs> Ways to Die. <laughs> <laughs> like first episode, getting shot in the leg because you dressed up like a panda and put a bunch right. of fucking chocolate bars <laughs> on your chest. That's when the fight started. <laughs> okay, so no, um, it, you know the the Nirvana thing though. No, I think I think um, it may have been an alcohol fueled depression that yeah. may have done. I mean, there's always you know yeah. you know what I think silver chair. <laughs> you fucking dude, that's like the Roy Orbison. <laughs> Uh, Elvis thing. Like, there's, uh? there's, there's a theory that Elvis killed Roy Orbison and took over his career. Wasn't Roy Orbison alive? Way? Oh, okay. No, they were. Oh, alive. he killed the real Roy Orbison and then and took over his career. Is yeah. that is that like an Andy Kaufman? Um, uh, uh what was sort it? Of, oh, what? Tony Clifton. Tony Clifton <laughs> scenario. Yeah, <laughs> it was the producer the whole time. That's actually that's not really a conspiracy theory, but I just the when Andy Kaufman. You know, allegedly faked his own death and was supposed to come back to life twenty years later. Yeah, I was at the House of Blues in L.A. The Waiting night, for him. The, yeah, they, they had a big party like to like see if he would show forever. up. Wow! Like Bob Zamuda put it on, and like all Whoa. these comedians did it, like Bob Odenkirk and Zach Galifianakis, and I forget who else. And you're just you're just hanging out waiting for. Andy I mean, they, to show they did like up. a whole show. Yeah. And well, he he actually claimed he was going to fake his own death. Yeah, exactly. So it's that's like, why it was like cool to, and then right. he, of course he didn't show up. Yeah, that is crazy. Though, you know, you know who didn't play along in that scenario? The cancer. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The cancer's like no. I know. Jeez. No. Yeah, can't take a joke. Cancer's like uh, I'm not fake. Yeah, again with the conspiracies, you just yeah. can't. Yeah, trust it's like heckler. Cancer is the ultimate heckler. Yeah, it really is. So Prick. okay, you said you had another one, Mike. Oh no, the the the, yeah, the, one, two. the, the girl with the. The shotting the kid in the apartment. Oh, okay, okay, that was your other one. Yeah. All right. Or I guess, yeah, I guess maybe the the Elvis thing. Okay. Did he did he murder Roy Orbison and take over his career? But do then you're like, do why you would he do that? Any of that stuff could could be true. No. And Roy really. Orbison was not bigger about. than Elvis, so Elvis has no right. But I well, think that's he what he wanted. It. He wanted to be out of the limelight, and he wanted to have a hidden life. 
by becoming Roy Orbison? I guess that was. Why not become like the smartest guy in the world? Mike Moran or something. Yeah. Well, no, no, he was trying to not. He was on a lot of drugs, Mike, okay? I understand. He didn't want to be endeared by anyone. If he was trying to do that, again, he should have become Silverchair. Yeah, so that's, I guess that's, that makes sense. The Silverchair kid killed right. Kurt and took over his career, but he's dead, so that doesn't make any sense. Right. Never mind. That's true. I tried. That's true. All right, we got uh, did one. You ever, sorry, did you ever hear, the, like, Silverchair like, had, like, a song, like, a couple years ago. Like, they, they came back. I don't think they ever stopped. But, no, like, they haven't they had, stopped. Like, a, they had, like, yeah. a hit. And I remember liking it. It was real cheesy, but I liked it a lot. And he looked, uh, he looked really unhealthy. No, yeah, really. he's got, no, Dan, Daniel Johns has, has anorexia. Anorexia. no, he does, he has a lot yeah. of Yeah, that's disorders. what he looked like. Yeah, yeah he no, looks he's terrible. He's like pretty open about it, I think. Like, yeah, he's yeah. struggling, like it's a struggle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He should write a book called Mein Kampf. <laughs> <laughs> Mine bo- my book? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand why people get so uncomfortable when I talk about my struggles as Mein Kampf. <laughs> <laughs> Mind Kampf 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Mind Kampf with geog- ge- geometry in high school. <laughs> no, <that laughs> Dude, oh like, my God. We all have start a whole, Might totally start a whole like dummies guide to like Mind Kampf for computer programming. Mind Kampf with my marriage. <laughs> Mind oh Kampf my with my sobriety. Uh, totally Mind Kampf with these. those hard to reach spaces for my duster. It's yeah. full of solutions. Mind Kampf, Mind Kampf with the Jews. Uh, <laughs> there you go. That one was already uh, written. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, you know, you might get sued. Yeah. Uh, for copyright yeah. infringement. <laughs> hey, Can you uh, imagine? Who's going to come out of Hitler's um, uh, estate and be like, excuse me? Wait, wait, wait. Whichever one of his relatives is Jewish. What is, what is Hitler's The lawyer like, one. Who gets money from copies of Mein Kampf? Oh, wow. Who, go, who gets the royalty check <laughs> yeah, on that yeah, one? Yeah. I'll tell you what. They're anonymous as shit. Yeah. Right? Not it's going through 15 shell companies. Dude, he does have relatives in upstate New York. Man, you know, I bet he would be on that. Whoever gets Seriously. the royalties, where Chris is from, actually, I would, is that is now we're now oh we're tying God. conspiracy. Yeah. I might want to shave that mustache asap. <laughs> I would be willing to put money down on whoever is getting the royalties from that mm-hmm. is donating them right to some like Jewish charity. That would yeah, be my I, bet. Uh, I hope it Which all goes to the Holocaust. Which would create a weird dynamic, music. though. Like, uh, uh, sorry, kids, you're not getting fed this month because there aren't enough neo Nazis. So. Well, no, it's uh, uh, it's <laughs> it's uh, no, there aren't enough history majors. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> history majors yeah. in Prince. There, there aren't enough history majors. No, it's uh, it's like it's like uh, all the all the proceeds from anything that O.J. Simpson does goes back to Nicole uh, uh, Simpson's family. Makes sense. Congratulations, guys. Trump's elected. We can build that orphanage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Brian Marks from Nyack, New York. Oh, you there know you where go. Nyack is? Yes, I do. Maybe Actually, he's related to Coed and Cambria are from there. Really? Yeah. Wow, those yeah. two guys. Um, uh, what? No, it's a. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. He gets it. Mike gets um, it. I was always curious with neighbor of John Gotti who accidentally yes. ran down John Gotti's kid. Yeah. The guy refused to run, then disappeared. I think it was later found out his body was in a mob graveyard. Yep. I believe that last part is actually inaccurate. I think they never found his body. I th- I thought what we what I read was that they put it in yeah. They put it in several pieces into a barrel with cement and sunk it. I don't think hmm. that it was in a mob graveyard. 
Yeah, I think they've never. I think there's like rumors what they did to it. Yeah, but I don't think they ever discovered. That's a really sad one. I feel really bad for that guy. Well, that dude was dead the second that happened. Though. Yeah, he like he was totally not doing anything wrong, not involved in the mob or anything. His kid was friends with John Gotti's kid. Yeah, they lived in the same neighborhood. Oh god, we talked about this. Yeah. And his and the kid like just was like r- r- racing around the neighborhood on his uh on his uh, motorbike, and he came out right in front of him, and he. Ran him over and killed him yep. accidentally and, yep. and felt terrible about it and, like, tried to apologize to the family and stuff. And they, like, came after him with a baseball bat and everything. And then they, like, chopped him up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, his number was up the second that that right. happened. Right. He should have moved out of the country. Like, yeah, he, he refused was, to uh, move. Yeah, he was like, he was like I, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry it happened, but I didn't do anything wrong and I'm not going to, like. He wasn't, he wasn't on drugs. He right, wasn't, yeah. He, he I don't, even, I don't even think, I think it was, like, entirely the kid's fault, too. He was just, like, driving, like, normal and he just, like. Came around a corner right in I front of me. I think about that all the time when I'm driving. Like, some kid's yeah. gonna run out yeah. in front of the road, and right. like, I'm gonna, my life's gonna be ruined because of some yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like Hulk yeah, Hogan's son racing that car, and he was uh, just negligent with the dude in the side, mm. his friend, and murdered, like, that kid. Really? When they got into a car accident, mm-hmm. and he survived. It's like one of those scenarios. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. negligence, but, you know, who's gonna blame a kid? And right. also, I mean, it. <laughs> The most terrible luck of of all, like yeah. you're you you run over one it's of the biggest mob bosses that you killed a kid, and then you find out it's John Gotti's son. Yeah, yeah. Which brings us so back fun. to the Gambino crime family uh-huh. that doesn't talk. Right. And he was the head of the Gambino. I mean, it was it was over. Like, yeah. unfortunately, like right. You would think even the mob would have some standards with that. They'd probably be like, "We know you're upset, but this guy really didn't mean to do that," you know, like. Uh, which, which is why it could have been Gotti's wife I, that planned the whole thing no, outside I, of the structure of the the mob. Yeah. Did maybe. you ever see that movie Hero? With Dustin Hoffman? No, it was a Japanese or Chinese or Hong Kong movie. It's like this whole movie about this, this guy who like comes to assassinate this king. Oh, is this the Jet Li movie? It might have been, but like he keeps getting to get closer and closer to this king, and then he tells the king like, "What I've realized is like, I came here to assassinate you, but now that I'm close enough to you, like I wanted to tell you that I actually like know what you're doing, and like you, what you're doing is like the right thing for this country, so I'm not going to assassinate you." And then he like walks outside, and the king's like, "Fuck, I gotta assassinate him," so they kill him. <laughs> Why do they need to assassinate it's the just assassin? Like, it's like it's sort of like it reminds me of the John Gotti thing. It's like you can't not. He's kind of it's John Gotti. He's the credit. He's head of the crime family. It's almost like he's right. put in a bind of like he can't just be like, oh, that's fine. He's got to. He's got. Why not? Like I feel like you should be like, hey, I, I think because we're that. like normal people. We're not living in that world. It's no, like, you ever uh, hear that fucking? You guys ever read the Forty Eight Laws of Power? This no. oh my, this book had the craziest story. There was a king who got drunk in his. Uh, like garden, his what do you call it? His um, like gardener finds him and like puts a jacket on him to like warm him up. So like when the king wakes up and is hungover, he like has the the coat maker like jailed for thirty days and the gardener executed. Why? Because it's like you don't you don't fuck with the king, I guess. Well, Sue, so I, I think I, yeah, I think power, there's some. I, I think there's some. Drops. There's a point there. I mean, like it's like, would you rather be loved or feared? You know, very Machiavellian, right. and it's like, you're the head of a crime family. 
your kid gets sure. whacked no matter what it is. Oh, it's you like, might have been a reputation That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, like, what, that's gotta, what I'm saying. It's defined right. because of his image and the, and the uh, crime family oh, aspect of it's it. Like, you know? It's like this guy doesn't even kill the dude that ran him. I, I don't care if it's if it's a mistake or on right, purpose. Like right. This guy's got to go. Yeah, someone's yeah. going to be like, he's oh, go. he's weak. He let, he let bygones be guygones. Uh, you know? Huh. I yeah. wonder. Well, I, I did think, though, a lot of the mafia groups were very strict about not doing anything wild. I mean, John Gotti also was kind of considered a loose cannon, right? Like, he was, like, kind of, like, you know, I think the other mafia guys were kind of like, this guy's, like, really flashy and really, like, uh, does things impulsively, you know? But on the other hand, they never stuck anything to him until eventually... What they get him on? It wasn't like uh, it wasn't like a Capone thing with tax evasion, was it? It was, but they know. got him. He was in jail. He got jailed. So. Yeah, he died in jail. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that I mean, that's an unfortunate thing. It's like, okay, you don't know who the assailants actually were, right? But they said multiple witnesses saw him get pushed into a van. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not going to know who those multiple, right. who the people that got. So he probably wasn't mauled by a bear in a completely unrelated incident, and that's what happened no, to him. No, no, unless you want to call like a Chevrolet van with blackout windows the grizzly bear. Then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that was a real stretch there. Yeah, Chris. yeah. I like well, that. we call I, this van the grizzly the, bear. <laughs> I really like that stretch. Yeah, yeah. We call this van the grizzly bear. I mean, if, you know, if you if you refer to uh, a shallow grave as diabetes, then sure he died from that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, so wait, I, I would be remiss. Uh, what What's your favorite? You know, this one is a little cliche, a little unoriginal, but I find myself endlessly fascinated with it. John Bonet. Yep. Uh, it's just yeah. such a bizarre one. It's like it, 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 there's a, a law, like a three page ransom note with all this like crazy stuff on it about how. We're a group of assassins that, have, you know, for political reasons, blah blah blah. Yeah, and he just somehow like a manifesto went right up to her room and just took her, and and then she's like dead in the basement, and there's like some sexual assault. It's like, what was the motive? Was it a, a ransom thing? Was it a sexual thing? Like, what the hell was it? Yeah, um, this this happened when I was, I think, in seventh or eighth grade, which would put you probably in like ninth or tenth at yeah. the time. This deals, and again, this goes back to my point about it's either really poor people, right, right, or really rich people. Yeah, yeah. And this was a rich people situation. Boulder, Colorado. Yeah, she's in. You know, they they really focused on the. Uh, do you know about the, you know about oh, of the story? Yeah. yeah. They really focused on the fact that she was a child beauty pageant sure. and how weird that whole society yeah, is. Right, right. So you got you got the the parents, you know, quote unquote pimping the girl and sure. beauty pageants, and you got so could it have been an admirer that saw right, her in a beauty right. pageant, some weirdo, uh-huh. and then but then there's like there's basically two or three theories. Uh huh. Um the the one theory is that the mom did it. Accidentally hitting her right, during right. like a fit of rage, which they and just said, so we know, Silverchair was not involved. Silverchair in was theories. not involved in this okay. one. Sorry, continue. Then they're saying that the brother, in a fit of jealous Burke. rage, because Burke, Burke. yeah, he was known to put his feces uh, around his room. Apparently, oh really? Yeah, he, he liked to smear the feces on the wall, uh, dirty Irish protest style. Really? Yeah. Well, if that's considered cool, then consider me Miles Davis because I do that all the time. I mark my territory. <laughs> no, um, the. Then there's that theory, and then basically that he did it, and then the family was protecting him right, by right. concocting this 
whole malarkey. Sure. And then, do you remember like 13 years ago? Uh-huh. The guy that came out yeah, from like Bangkok, Thailand, yeah. John Mark Carr. I still remember this. Wow, I remember you know his entire yeah. name. Yeah, his I didn't middle. even need to look this up on Wikipedia because I just remember wow. it's always the wackaloons that they always use the three. Their yeah. three full names, you know, right, like right, like Lee uh, Harvey Oswald, right, right. You know, Mark J. David Fox. Chapman, <laughs> Michael J. Fox, second Michael J. Fox, <laughs> but and then he came out and he said he did it and right. he admitted to it, but basically he just he went on CNN or Larry King or whatever and then. They were like, well, tell us about more. He's like, well, Wait, I didn't say on, I did he it. He went on TV and did an interview? Yeah, he went on TV at one point. Huh. Um, but then that was all a ruse. I mean, basically, right. the dude just had some mental illness. Yeah. That is so bizarre when people confess to crimes that they didn't do. Yeah, again, it's like... People love to be famous. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Do you it. think the celebrity is part of it? Like, Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. But then he yeah. wasted everyone's time. You right. know, and, and he basically admitted to all these things that was all public information already. Right, right. Nothing. Uh, so, and then they did DNA tests and yeah, nothing. Yeah, so, yeah. again, it's one of those, but it's still an open case mm-hmm, in the Boulder mm-hmm. Police Department. Yeah. So, yeah, they weren't able to match the DNA to, like, any of the sex offenders in the area. Nope. And, like, they just never found anything. It's just so weird. And, and it didn't help the fact that the family lawyered up, like, immediately. Right, right. But I think the reason why they lowered up is because they played the probability game that the police are going to go yeah, immediate family course. first. Well, it is one of those things where, like, I think it's in cases like that, 90% of the time it ends up being the family or something like that. Yeah. But I in this one, I really don't think it was. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. Well, number one, there was a pubic hair found on her uh, that was that didn't match, that they've never been able to match to anybody. And number two, it just doesn't, if Burke did it, why would they cover that? Why not just be like, yeah, it was this terrible accident, and like, you know, like why wouldn't that be easier than all the? the well, stuff no, they because went if Burke did it the way that the police, one of the theories is, is like he like bludgeoned her, right? And that's not an accident; that's yeah. murder. So either right. that, yeah. So it's your your daughter's dead, right? Do you want your son to go off to juvie somewhere too, or do you deal with it in yeah, a private yeah, matter? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I just thought of something. Did any of the family members later in life like end up doing anything that got them in jail? No, I don't think so. so I think they were makes, all like totally like, clean. I think most people like your guilty conscience, sort of like the OJ thing. Like uh-huh. you eventually, your conscience gets you and right. you do something, or you're to just put that type of person anyway. Well, Pat, yeah. Patsy Ramsey, Patty Ramsey, I think her name was. She's dead. She yeah, passed she away of like cancer or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, Burke is still alive. I mm. think they interviewed yeah, him. Yeah, he did an interview like fairly recently. And He's got like, a name like Cher. <laughs> Burke. 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 Yeah, the name like know. Burke. It, well, that's, I feel like that's the bias right there. You, it, Burke's always the perpetrator. Burke. Oh, yeah. Know? But I don't think in this. Burke, one. Burke, Burgak. Yeah. I mean, if, if yeah, Burke definitely. I was doing a chicken Burke impression. Is, Burke is working on Wall Street just murdering <laughs> prostitutes yeah. on the weekends. Right, right. Yeah, but no, I, I, I agree so with you. So you think on that Burke one. did it? I think somebody in the family did it. I think really? either it was an accident or it was intentional, but I don't uh-huh. I don't believe in the they said that she was missing, right? So they never thought to check the basement of this house. Well, I think she was like tucked away in a room in the basement. And they did check, if, it was just like if, a while later. If I think that my kid is missing, uh-huh. before I'm calling the cops, I'm combing my entire house. But and I know also, that they lived in a mansion, but I would say right. though, in the heat like when you're freaking out. 
yeah. you maybe not be doing as, as thorough of a search as you would if you were not, you know? Like, yeah. you got your adrenaline pumping, you're freaking out. You might just look real quick and then move on, you know? That's what I think. Yeah. What about the pubic hair, though? Floss is boss. What? I don't know. I was just thinking you could floss with it. <laughs> Maybe uh, they're buying like some rare organic uh, floss that's made from the. You know, the pubic, pubic hair, hair thing. Fuck, that's that's <laughs> that is a wrinkle in that whole theory, obviously, and it could no be. Intended. It could be they found it in the bathroom. Yeah, there could always they there could there is the chance of like contamination or it's just a random thing like somebody's hair just somehow got on. But that's weird though. A pube. Yeah. Maybe if it was like a hair, but a pube. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't just right. and there is theories too that like the, the dad might have like driven to some rest stop real quick and like Picked gathered up, up someone else's DNA and like put it all over. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like they, they can just concoct whatever. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what else other evidence of sexual assault was there? Was there like more I think it's than debated. That? I think it's I think some people say there there is evidence, but they're and others say they're not really sure. Yeah, it's just a very terrible yeah. story. And she was tased several times and bashed over the head and choked, I think. Yeah. 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 So they God, that's so sad. Yeah. I know. Way to go, Mike. No, I bet it, I, this is what I think happened. I think it was a pedophile who uh, probably saw her at those shows, snuck into the house while, like, earlier in the day. I think he was, like, in the house, in the basement while they were upstairs. And I think that's why the note was so long, because he, like, had so long. It was written with stuff from the house, too. It was, like, written with a pen. Which is another reason why people are like, they definitely right, did right. that but shit. But think about this. A, a kidnapper would have the motive to do that, because if you don't, if you get caught breaking into the house and you have that note in your pocket, versus if you don't have anything, you know, it just looks like a breaking and entering instead of a kidnapping. Oh, I see. They can just get you on attempted breaking. Right, right. So I think he snuck in, waited for them to leave because they went to like some Christmas party and then uh, was like walking around the house, hanging out and stuff. Wrote wrote the note and like had so much time that he just like kept writing and writing. (laughs) (laughs) And I think he like left it there mainly so that, and then I think he was molesting her in the basement. He left the note there so that if they came downstairs they weren't going to run right to the basement. He would hear them yeah. And you have time to, to scurry out. So you think it was like a Home Alone 2 situation, wait inside the store. I haven't seen Home Alone 2 in a while, but uh, that's what, I don't that's what the, wet, the plot being. Well, the Wet Bandits stayed in the store in one of the like, the little playhouses waiting for the store to close and then came out, robbed all the stuff after the store closed from the inside. You know, I didn't even know that was based on a true story. What, Home Alone 2? Oh, well, yeah, you're saying it's based on Jean Bonnet. Yeah, right? I'm saying, yeah, they were like, let's take what they did in the Jean Bonnet case right, right. And, put and, make it Joe fun. Pe- and put Joe Pesci there <laughs> with whimsy. No, oh, uh, Kevin's at it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, on the, I'm on the fence that the family did it. Really? That's, yeah. What do you think, Mike? Be the- I like your theory. Yeah. All right. High five. Mike's. Yeah. Mike's unite. Yeah, you guys will keep the secret recipe for Dr. Pepper close hold. (laughs) I'll get 11 ingredients. You get whatever the other part of 23 is. (laughs) Yeah. 12. 12. (laughs) Give me the responsibility. Don't tell anyone I'm a CPA. 11, take away, 23. (laughs) The secret is they use real doctors in the the ingredients. Yeah, It must be confusing to someone who doesn't speak English. It's real pepper. Neither a doctor nor a pepper. Did Linda Richman ever use that one? 
Discuss amongst yourselves. <laughs> All There's right, no guys. Pep in Dr. Pep. <laughs> Chris, where can people find you? Are you online? You got any? Uh... I'm on the internets. Uh, right. Find me on Instagram, okay. YouTube, and uh, Twitter at Claw Comedy. You can also find me on Venmo if you want to just send me money. That'd be nice too. <laughs> uh, unless it's royalties from Mein Kampf, I don't want anything to do with it. Not um, nothing. And uh, and then also Facebook, Christopher Lawrence Comedy. Find me All there. All right, cool. Dig can, it. Can I plug something real quick? Absolutely not. I, I just started a blog, MikeGComedian.com. All right. Ooh. I'm just, I'm just writing weird posts. That, I, they're weird. They're I don't know, philosophical. They're not necessarily okay. funny. I also got music on there. Cool. You can download a free copy of Bonsai Tree. Excellent. And is is that is that song about Pat Morita? And just his no. love for bonsai trees in the Karate Kid. It was about I don't even know what it's about. You ever like? I don't know. Honestly, I'm not making fun of your art. I just I'm sorry. No, I, my, it came off literally assholeish. No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't think it came off. I thought that was, uh, my dad has a bonsai tree. Okay, and it just made me think about bonsai trees. And right. So I wrote a song about bonsai trees, but it's kind of like it's a stretch. No, that's cool, man. I like that. That's you know get that's inspiration. I, I now I got to listen to it. Is it yeah, on yeah. Amazon Prime? Music. I'm, I'm guessing it's on Amazon Prime. It's definitely on Spotify, iTunes. Is it on Napster. Disney Plus? I don't know about Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> definitely um, Napster though. That's the most Mike important. G. What about Skynet? Is it on MikeGComedian.com? MikeGComedian.com. And yeah. another plug, Mike. Our our band, The Loss. Hell yeah! Some good reviews. Dude, um, so something good. happened on Facebook where it kept posting the video over I didn't and over see it all day long. At first, I thought you were again. kidding about that, and I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit, it is!" Just posting and like this now, video. everybody knows about our band. It's awesome. That's pretty awesome. It wasn't the best clip necessarily, but it was a decent one. I was think there's this, um, not to get too long winded, but Sky Adams, the the Dilbert creator. Oh yeah, he had this funny story about how he showed all these people like he was trying to figure out like which comics of his to send when he was trying to get it in the newspaper right. first. And what he realized from showing it to people was like no one knows the difference between what is like you personally, what you feel like is your best stuff and what is like almost like crap to you. Like people huh. just see your stuff and they're like, Oh yeah, that's your stuff. Like you said there was no consensus to like what really? Isn't that bizarre? That is bizarre. Yeah. And I've noticed it too. Like there'll be things that I like take a lot of time with and people mm -hmm. are like, eh, mm -hmm. whatever. And other things that were just like off the cuff that I don't even think are that awesome. Like jokes that happens to mm. all the time. You know, like you have a joke that you're like, Oh, this is my best joke. Crickets. And then something that you're like Right. Just say off the cuff, people are like dying laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, like your essence is is coming through. You know, every time, whether you know it or not. Hmm. Interesting, or maybe not. I don't know. I just made that up. All right, I this has been you. a great episode, guys. Uh, thank you, Chris, for coming by. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for Jimmy, uh, having Mike, me. Mike, of course, anytime. You got to come back sometime too. Okay. And we will see everyone next time on the confessional. Adios. Good.